Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hello, we're here for More Happier, a podcast where we get more happier. Hey, Elizabeth. Hi, Gretch. Today, we'll talk about an interesting question that makes a good icebreaker or conversation starter, and we'll talk about a startling realization I just had. <laughs> but first, something making us more happier. Elizabeth, what's making you more happier? Gretch, here's what's making me more happier. This weekend, Sunday night, I am going to a succession finale party. So Ooh. I am a huge succession fan. I'm sad that the finale is this week, but I'm very excited to go celebrate it with other succession fans. And what's great, Gretch, is it's my same friend who had the Game of Thrones finale party I went to. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, you should get, I remember with the Game of Thrones finale party, you bought that shirt that says, I drink and I know things. And yes. in my phone, that's the picture of you that I have. So you should get a succession finale t-shirt too. You know, Gretch, I debated a long time about it because I thought, should I get ah, a t-shirt? Should sure. I get a hat? I'm on strike. Do I want to yeah. spend money? I decided I wanted to get something. I decided on a hat because I could wear it on the picket line. Oh, nice. But by the time I decided that, I couldn't get it in time. Oh. So I've ordered a T-shirt that has a quote from Cousin Greg, oh. which says, if it is to be said, so it be, so it is. <laughs> so that's what my T-shirt says. And they say they don't need writers. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so I must say I'm very excited to wear my T-shirt and watch oh, the hour and a half long finale. Well, you know, I haven't been watching because Jamie and I are watching Better Call Saul and we felt like we could only have one high-intensity television show at one time. So I love Better Call Saul, but I wanted to get done so I can catch up on Succession because it's driving me bonkers that I know nothing of what's happening in this season. I cannot wait. Well, yeah. And Gretchen, you know, I love being part of a moment like that. Uh, it's very, it's a highlight of my year is to be a part of something like this. I realize that. And I, from now on, I'm going to keep that in mind. I learned my lesson from this. It's like watch things when it's part of the cultural moment. It's just much more fun yeah. to participate than to you know, Mad Men seven years after everyone else has watched it is just less fun. Watch yes. it. Yeah. Be part of it. Yeah. 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 What's making you more happier? Okay. There are two things making me more happier. One mm. is when I was on my book tour, there were several book groups that came together, which is always so fun. You know, I'm in three book groups, so I love seeing a whole book group together. And one group, I thought this was so fun. They told me they only read one chapter at a time. None of them have much time to read. They still wanted to have a book group. So they're slowly working their way through all my books one chapter at a time. Oh, Because um, my books it. sort of lend themselves to that. It's like, let's talk about the strategy of pairing or let's yes. talk about 
the month of friendship. So anyway, I thought that was really fun and kind of an interesting way to have a book club if you can't you know, manage to read a whole book, just read a chapter. Well, and there's so much in your books about trying out things, action items, yes. as we like to yes. say, so they can sort of read a chapter and, and try it out that week or month, however long they probably meet every month, yeah. and then talk about their findings. Absolutely. And part of the fun is we can learn, but we can also teach and share. And so then everybody's focused on the same thing. And so you can really trade hacks and ideas and ways to execute. So I think that's super fun. So I got a big kick out of that. And the other thing is, I don't remember the name of the listener. Listener, I apologize because I sort of didn't put this in my brain as like an official thing, but more just squirreled it away in my head, which was she had told me about the Julia Louis Dreyfus new podcast called Wiser Than Me and said, oh, in the episode, Julia Louis Dreyfus is, is introducing the episode with Fran Lebowitz It's very five senses. She's talking about the Mm. five senses of of growing up in Manhattan. And so I finally got around to doing it. And I love the podcast. I cannot wait to listen to more episodes. And it really was, I I knew exactly what the listener was talking about. It was exactly my kind of thing. So thank you. And now I have a whole new podcast. It's just launched. But now I'm I'm staying with it. It's a huge popular new podcast. And I'm I'm part of the cultural moment, Elizabeth. Oh, good. Well, I want to be part of that. What is it called? Wiser Than Me. I'm going to listen to that. Yeah, it's your kind of thing and my kind of thing. Coming up, Gretchen has something she's been meaning to tell me, but first is break. We all know that our life and our health can be improved when we eat nourishing, healthy meals, but it can be hard to maintain. With Sunbasket Meal Kits, it's easy because they take care of the details. Sunbasket offers 18 chef-crafted, dietitian-approved recipes each week with options like Mediterranean, carb-conscious, vegetarian, and keto-friendly. The recipes are quick and easy to follow, and you can enjoy a meal full of organic produce and clean ingredients that is ready in 30 minutes or less. Gretchen, we made the Marrakesh merguez patties. I'm not quite sure how to pronounce that, but I loved eating it with warm carrot salad. And it was so good. And it got Jack eating something that he doesn't usually eat. Go to sunbasket.com forward slash happier today to get $45 off your first order. That's sunbasket.com forward slash happier to get $45 off your first box plus free shipping. Okay, listen, I've been meaning to tell you, I have been thinking about this great question that I have used in the past as sort of an icebreaker or a conversation starter with a group of people. And I don't think I've ever told you it because I know we like to swap these kinds of questions, but I think this is a really, really fun question. And I don't think I've told you before. Mm, What is it? Okay. So you know how now it's very fashionable to have museums of ice cream and museums of mathematics and they'll be like- Yes, color. Yeah, exactly. Candy. Well, is there a museum of candy already? Because that's a great idea. And that's the question. The question is, what would you propose as an idea for a museum that you think would be really, really popular? Like, what is something that would lend itself to display and learning that people would really flock to? Mm. And I think this is a fascinating question. Is there a museum of candy? Because 100%, there absolutely should be a museum of candy. I, I don't eat candy, but I love everything about else about candy, and I would definitely go to a candy museum. I think there's a ro- like a moving uh, pop-up museum of candy. 
I believe so. Well, I think this is a new thing where there are these traveling exhibits. Because, Well, we went to one in Kansas City. Remember, there was one about the Titanic that we went to a Union Station. Elizabeth. Or maybe you weren't with us. Maybe it was just Jamie and Eliza and Eleanor and I went with mom and dad. But it was the whole thing about the Titanic. And it had shoes that they'd pulled out and artifacts and kind of a model iceberg. and China. Yeah, it's stuff like that. It was, And it was, it was really interesting. So the question is, what are some ideas for museums? Well, what are you thinking? So here's my idea. Museum of hair. Because I think everybody's interested in hair. Every human culture does stuff with hair. But there's always rules and fashion, and it's so different. It changes over time, changes from place to place. Why do we care so much? It's so interesting. And I was thinking about this at the Met because, and I write about this in Life in Five Senses, I was really puzzled for a while because if you're in the the part where they have all the ancient Greek and Roman statues, they have these elaborate discussion of like, there'll be like a bust of a woman and it will be this elaborate magazine style description of the hairdo. And I'm like, mm-hmm. this seems like a strange thing to like waste a long description of. It's, it felt untranscendent. And it turns out though that they use it to date things because hairstyles are very well documented And they go in and out of fashion. And so it helps them understand when a statue was made or who it represents because they can. Anyway, I think it'd be so funny. Like, what would this look like in real life? I love that. Yeah. Some of these are really bonkers. All across the world, it would be fascinating. Okay, so that's my idea. Museum of Hair. And then I lobbed this into a dinner party. And somebody had what I thought was an amazing idea. I could actually really see this being like a big permanent museum is the Museum of Childhood. Mm. And it would be great because it'd be like, well, you're 10 years old. What was it like to be 10 years old in 1880? What would it have been to like to be 10 years old in this other part of the world? What would your chores have been? What would school would have been like? What would you have eaten for breakfast? What would your clothes have been? Because it's such a window into history and into the world and children would be interested in it because they're always interested in things about children and adults. I would be very interested in it. And you learn a lot about a culture and a time from the childhood of the people there. Yeah. So anyway, those are some ideas. How That's about you? Interesting. Do you? Well, just on that, Gretchen, even when childhood ends, of course. Is... Yes. Right. Like when, when are you considered an adult? Yeah. When would you have been married? When yeah. would you have? Yeah. No, that's it, it, fascinating. I mean, and then you can just, can't you just picture the oh, wall yeah. display showing the graph yes. of that? I think that would be fascinating. Oh, I could completely see like the school trip and then like <laughs> your, the project that you would do about your own childhood and then go interview your grandparents about their, I mean, it just. Yes. So here's a museum that has been a pop-up museum, let's say, but I would like to see it be permanent. And that is the Bravo Museum. (laughs) You know, I love Bravo. (laughs) And at BravoCon, they had like a pop-up museum of all these different items that had featured on the Housewives and other Bravo shows. Explain for people who don't know the Bravo Pantheon, like what would that encompass? Yes. So it's things, yes, that featured prominently. For instance, a cellophane wrapped bunny, stuffed bunny that one housewife gave to another at a baby shower and then it was returned at the reunion or somebody's breast implant that had been removed. 
a certain shoe maybe that somebody wore at uh, you uh. know a certain time so things that really kind of popped off the screen and got into everybody's mind as being sort of iconic mm-hmm. bravo items they put on display they uh-huh. collect them from the housewives and other bravo shows but i'm focused on the housewives and then they display them. So I personally would love to see that be a permanent display that I could go see in New York City. Yes. I mean, why not? This reminds me, um, when Eliza and I went to Las Vegas, not to gamble, but just to have like a five senses exploration, it wasn't a museum. It was just one room. It was an exhibit and it was Lady Gaga's uh, costumes. Mm, and it was, yes. you know, it was really interesting. It's that kind of thing, kind of a pop-up, pop culture thing, but you sort of are interested to see the things with your own eyes and you learn a little bit about it and that's fun. Yeah. No, there's a lot of museums that could be very interesting. One museum that I've wanted to go to forever and I actually was just looking it up to see if it opened again because it had closed because of COVID for a long time is in Los Angeles and that is the Museum of Jurassic Technology. Oh, yes. I know you're fascinated with this. Explain to people the... Okay. Well, the thing is, there is no Jurassic technology. If you know when the Jurassic period is... Right. There is no technology. And so this is a museum that is like an impossible museum. It's fictional. It's like... Yeah. Made up stuff. Yeah. But I think some of it is real. I don't know because I also don't know is like, is what on the website really in the museum? Like the whole thing is like so playful and strange that I don't really even understand what it is, which is why I really, really want to go. Okay. Well, I want you to go and then report back. Okay. So, okay. Elizabeth, maybe this will be our side hustle is we will found a museum. It will be the Museum of Childhood with a wing. Maybe we'll have like a real housewife childhood wing. All right, Gretchen, what is our spotlight on a tool this week? Okay, the spotlight is on the Memento Journal. This is this really super cool journal. And I mention it now because it's great for school mementos. And in fact, I got the idea for the for, to create the Memento Journal because of a little journal artifact keeper that our grandparents gave to us when we were really little. And I've kept it my whole life. It's right here in my office with me now. I, I've always been enchanted with this Memento Journal. And I just love the fact that everything from my grade school years through high school, it's all so nicely organized. Like if I'm like, what was my report card from seventh grade? It's right there. Like what was my class photo from kindergarten? I know exactly where to find it. And I find this really satisfying for people who are thinking about sort of school day mementos, which I think you often do at the end of the year. Also, I think for in the summer, design your summer, a lot of people talk about sort of wanting to get a handle on their piles of photos or scrapbooks, or it's kind of a catch up time with these keepsake stuff that we often accumulate. And the Memento Journal just makes that stuff a lot easier to organize because it just has these envelopes and it's very straightforward how you would put things away. And so uh, if anybody wants to check it out, you can go to happiercast.com slash store and 30% off at checkout. Mm. If you put in keepsake 30, um, you can get 30% off the Memento Journal 
I love it, but I am somebody who likes to organize papers and keepsakes. Yes. So it makes things much easier for me. Well, also now, Gretchen, because, you know, all the report cards are just emailed or yes. on a website, so it's good to print and then I do that. put it in here because otherwise, I yes. mean, that's just going to be lost forever. I do that. I 100% do that, and I have a special folder for Eliza, and it's like, yeah. here are her report cards. Because every once in a while, you're like, what was the name of my ninth grade teacher? Right. You want to have this it is the central record of your school year so yes. i would rather get like an actual report card but that's not going to happen so no. you know we got to deal with it all right gretchen coming up there's something else you have been meaning to tell me but first this break LinkedIn isn't just another job board. LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which makes it the best place to hire because it gives you access to professionals you can't find anywhere else. And, you know, Elizabeth, I now work with a team and hiring the right people is so important. It's maybe the most important thing. And LinkedIn makes the process of identifying and hiring people easy and intuitive. Hiring is easy when you have that many quality candidates. It's so easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. And LinkedIn is constantly finding ways to make the process easier. They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash Gretchen. That's linkedin.com slash Gretchen to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. My closet was chaotic, crammed with a bunch of clothes, but nothing to wear. The game changer, upgrading to high-quality, affordable pieces from Quince. Now I have a wardrobe of luxury essentials that transition from one occasion to the next, and I stayed on budget. Gretchen, I got from Quince these super soft fleece wide leg pants in black, and I actually look put together when I go to pick up Jack from school. They have 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for $50, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, and timeless 14-karat gold jewelry. And the best part is that all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash Gretchen for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Gretchen to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash Gretchen. All right, Gretchen, what have you been meaning to tell me? You had a realization. Okay, this is so bonkers. I realized that I have lived in this apartment in New York City, not even just in New York City. I have lived in this apartment longer than I lived in Kansas City. Wow. And we lived in a couple different places. Wow, so yeah. I lived in it longer than I lived in Kansas City in total. Wow, that seems impossible. Isn't it? Because I feel like we lived our whole lives in Kansas City. I, yes, Yes. How about you? I mean, I couldn't remember how long you've lived in your place. How long have you lived in L.A.? Well, let me think. I moved to L.A. in 98, and actually I moved into this house in 2006. So I think I, as of like another year, will be in the same situation. I will have lived in this house longer. And in some ways, I feel like we just moved in. But see, I feel like we just moved in. 
And don't you feel like you lived half your life in Kansas City? How is it oh, possible? Yes. And I feel like I've only lived a small part of my life, even in New York City, yes. let alone in this apartment. Yes. I was thinking about why this is. And it is true that there's something called, I think we've talked about this before, there's the reminiscence bump, where adults tend to remember most vividly their experiences between 10 and 30, and particularly between 15 and 25. And certainly... In our childhood, we were in Kansas City the whole time, in this house or that house. But then I'm also, there's this beautiful line from the poet Robert Southey that I reread and reread so many times because I, I so understand this feeling. He said, live as long as you may. The first 20 years are the longest half of your life. They appear so while they are passing. They seem to have been so when we look back on them, and they take up more room in our memory than all the years that succeed them. Mm, so true. So maybe that explains why Kansas City looms so large and our current places just seem like such a smaller slice. Yes. Well, it goes to why at the beginning of a school year when you're young, it feels yes. like it lasts forever, and now yeah. it feels like it goes from September to May overnight. Yeah. Yes. This is why we knew why we should do novel and challenging things because they slow time and make time more rich. I constantly because yes. you know I love routine and habits so much, but I have to keep saying to myself, you got to break it up. You got to do new stuff, or life will just slip. It's the COVID lesson: life will just vanish. It will just slip through your fingers. You got to yes. have stuff to make it make it stand out. Well, that is an interesting fact. And I think yeah. mom and dad might have been in their apartment they live in now longer than they've been in any of the other places they lived in Kansas City. Well, that feel, is that true? Because it feels like they just moved in there. I think it was about 2002, so. Wow. So there you go. Everybody's lived everywhere a really long time. Yeah, wow, okay. But it doesn't feel like it. All right, Gretchen, what is our quotation this week? Okay, often the quotation is about beautiful writing, and this is less about beautiful writing, but it struck me as a helpful happiness hack for the times when we're tempted to take refuge in work when personal life gets challenging. And this is a passage from The Candy House from Jennifer Egan. A character says, I'm itching to get to my medical clinic where there's always more to do and it always matters. But I've learned to resist that impulse. Years ago, when Sasha and I were struggling with Lincoln, my habit of fleeing to my clinic almost cost me my marriage. Since then, I've subjected my impulses to leave for work to a three-step protocol. One, is it necessary that I go at this moment? Two, is there something at home that I want to avoid? Three, will I let anyone down by leaving right now? I thought that was so beautifully yes, summed up. Yes, we all uh, internalize that. Yes. So, Elizabeth, are you feeling more happier? Yes, I am feeling more happier. Thank you to Chuck. Get in touch. Gretchen's on Instagram and TikTok at Gretchen Rubin, and I'm on Instagram at Elizabeth Craft. Our email address is podcast at GretchenRubin.com. And for everything related to this episode, links, photos, and more, go to happiercast.com. Bye, Gretch. Bye, Elizabeth. The best time to start a happiness project is 20 years ago. The second best time is now. So, Liz, with this BravoCon museum, 
would exhibits be organized by location, like Real Housewives mm. of Orange County, or would it be life milestones? I think by location, yes, because everybody has their favorites. So then you could go to your favorite. Okay. To, to okay. see the iconic items. Well, and then it's like, what is in the gift shop? That's a whole oh, other interesting question. Oh, yes. So many great t-shirts to be had. <laughs> Bravo Museum gift shop. I can't, my head explodes at the thought. <laughs> From the Onward Project. This year, I am focused on saving and investing, but I still want to do things like travel. NerdWallet lets you compare top travel credit cards side-by-side -side to maximize your spending, some even offering 10 times points on your spending, which means you could end up with a free flight or maybe a better hotel room. So what could future you do with smarter financial decisions? Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply.